I think we sound pretty good. Yeah, let me let me bust off a little thing here. I'm sexy. I'm cute. I'm popular to boot. No. I'm bitching. No. Great hair. That's true. The boys all love to stare. Do they? I'm wanted. I'm hot. I'm everything you're not. I'm not. I'm pretty. I'm cool. I dominate this school. No, you don't. Who am I? Just guess. Guys want to touch my chest. I'm rocking. I'm vile. No. And many think I smile. That's not We're true. flying. We jump. You can look, but don't you hump. Oh, I'm major. I roar. I swear I'm not a whore. Cheerleaders. We cheer and we lead. We act like we're on speed. Beat. Hate us because we're beautiful because we don't like you either. We're cheerleaders. We are cheerleaders. Roll call. I peed a little. Let's dive right. Let's get right down to the biscuits. I've thought about this a lot. My sensory fucking overload. It's well, yeah. And the other thing I think about is like the social media of it all and the cameras on constantly. I'm not taking a shit on my cousins and I bet your sister does this, too. Uh But every moment of these kids lives are staged and documented. Oh, sure. I mean, I don't think my sister does that so much. I don't really pay attention to her social media, though. You think your sister's better than me? I'm not on social media. I don't fucking know. I can't corroborate that. You're better than me. Yes. Go on. But <laughs> I just, I wonder about that. And I, I do see it. It is prevalent, especially on Instagram. Yes. People's, you know, and I get, here's the thing. There's the line between using it for attention and wanting to share it with friends because you're so fucking excited. Doing about it. it because it's what you do. Yeah. It's like not, I mean, obviously everybody has baby pictures. Sure. But now baby pictures are for everybody. The babies can vogue now. Yeah. You know, you can be like, smile big for the camera, and they snap into a pause. I never posed as a kid. You had to get me mid-verbal diarrhea to oh, get any kind had, of interesting shot. I would have had shot. no fucking clue what you were talking about. Yeah. I'd have been sitting there taking words that I'd heard and trying to throw them together in a sentence in the way that they don't go together. And just screaming at the dinner table. That sounds like you. Yeah. Just like a tiny alcoholic. No, seriously, any home movies they have of me are just me doing things that I have really no context for doing just because someone else, you know, or just me yelling incoherently, running around my house with a potato in my hand or some stupid fucking shit like that. That's what my like the sparse moments of my childhood look like. And I just I wonder how these kids are going to grow up when they're like 19 and 20 and they get to go back and look at their entire life on film unabridged. Yeah. What does that do for like? The space you make in your head for memories, if they're always readily available, do you just become like horribly emotionally detached? No, I've got a. <laughs> I know exactly what this is going to be. It's going to be a lot of kids at age nine being like, oh, I peaked at six. Like, just <laughs> so upset I with themselves. I look so good and now I'm so fat. Exactly. We're going to. Oh, it's, it's going to fuck some people up. I, that's the thing. And I'm not trying to call it bad parenting. It's not. It's just, it's the, the stream society's gone down. This is the sacred timeline. So, like, I do, but I do wonder about that. It's a very like normal feeling thing. Like you want to share, you want to revel in your kids growing up. You want to share it with other people. Not that I give a shit. Me personally, not at all. But good for you. <laughs> I just feel like it's going to end up with these kids. Well, not even just kids, but people in general. Like ten years from now, because like we've had a while with social media, but like where it's starting to really impact everybody's lives. A lot of people go on Instagram all the time and like check up on one another and do all that shit. And. uh I just think it because it's all, everybody always puts out the best. Like nobody's ever like, I ate a chicken sandwich in my sweatpants. <laughs> just had diary at work. Got mustard all over my shirt. Scratch that. Wasn't wearing one. Hashtag 
Wednesday life. Like nobody does that and then takes a picture of themselves from an angle that's like really poor. A bunch of fucking mustard on their their bare chest. <laughs> With that, just like that, that shot where like their their stomach's sticking out, they're not trying to look like they've got like it going on. Their hair's fucked it's up. It's the reverse sorority lean where one you just sock on. You go back and the whole gut just pours out yeah, like just, one of those magic uh, shell desserts when you crack it open. Yeah, and you're pushing your chin down as hard as you can, so it looks just not. Oh. You just got gravy cheese fries falling out of your mouth. Yeah. Hashtag boo caught me sleeping. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody does that with social media. So. I wish they would. I might start doing that, actually. But I always want, like, to bring it home, I always wonder if kids, and yes, we absolutely should. Start the unglamorous that. side of yeah. social media. I wish more people would. We should. We'll revisit this. Make <laughs> a point. Yeah. But, I want to uh, train wreck you. No, it's fine. Like, in a couple years, I just hope kids realize that. Because you're going to look at all of that, and you're going to think that you were way happier at some point in your life than you really were, just because, or, or comparatively to other people. Cause like that's such a really weird place to be in life when you're really comparing your life to other people's lives and going, well, Tom was, yeah, I mean, I watched that guy pick his boogers. Now he's a doctor. What the fuck am I doing with my life? And you're watching all these really happy moments of them when they're, you know, out at the lake and they're on their boat and, oh man, look, or people like who are having kids and like that. And you start comparing your life to theirs. Like that's a really bad hole to go down. And I just wonder what happens when you have a generation with a shit ton of that from all of your friends and everybody you follow and you know where does that lead a lot of insecurity and a lot of confusion yeah that's what i i sense coming it's really depressing (laughs) i got only three likes on this post it's gonna break some kids um so what yeah get them on social media young (laughs) so start them young we can begin the great experiment i think some people are way ahead of me (laughs) on that one (laughs) but we'll see there's a seven-year-old vaping on Twitter right now. Oh, yeah. And he can blow fat clouds. Going live on Twitch, you dumb douchebags. <laughs> he does the thing where he blows the one ring and then blows another a bunch of small rings through the one. And then, <laughs> 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 These things are going to beat the death of me anyway. Yeah. Seven-year-old vape kid has lung cancer at 14. I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> I still knew, sounds I knew like the that. risks. Still sounds like that because of it was the vaping. His lungs never grew. Yeah. Shocker, guys. That's what's going to happen. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's science. What you get. <laughs> that's, that's science right there. Peer reviewed. Can we double back to this idea of us doing the the less than glamorous side of social media? The underbelly? <laughs> I'm tired. This is a, me on the toilet. <laughs> hanging out. Thug life. Just doing a Thursday night live stream. Yeah. Live be, from the toilet. Going to be here for the next three hours. Not Hook because that's, yeah, it's not how long I want to be here. It's how long it's going to take. All right. Thanks for subbing. Anyway. <laughs> Live on Twitch. I'll, I've been banned. Your donations theoretically could get me the money to have Metamucil. Ooh. Fun. Now, Give me that Metamucil money. Well, I've gotten $20,000 from the internet for Metamucil. They thought it was great. The outpouring was so surprising. I can't wait to go buy heroin with this money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone join me on my race to the bottom. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should we should ra- we should race to the bottom on social media. Let's open yeah. up brand new accounts, each of us, and just document the horrible you don't have to stay horrible shit. decline just our horrible well, yeah, decline the I shitty said, moments in life i 100 percent agree we don't have to stage shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah good point <laughs> why, why good would point. we have to do that but, like, yeah, the next time you get diarrhea, just, like, do a little photo shoot with it. Decided to have beers at 2.30 in the afternoon. 
<laughs> I'm going to be live tweeting it all day. Hashtag darkness is closing in. Yeah. I don't know. I think that could be funny. Four o'clock rolls around. And it's just me ranting in a, in a video stream. I don't know about what. I went outside and a man was like, you need to go home. And I was like, this is America. I can do whatever I want. And then just full force face down into the ground. Pa! And it'll be like a Van Gogh situation because you'll do that even just once. The most watched on Twitch. There's so much money to give you and yet 2.4 no million people. To, like join in to watch me passed out unconscious on the ground <laughs> just ass up yeah. doing little like whale spouts out of the blowhole of diarrhea i get really lucky because when i drop my phone on the way down it just kind of clack clack rolls and leans against something perfect angle so they just see me that people are like this is totally fake and then i just poo myself wrecked aggressively i'm wearing shorts at the time so Eventually, like, like this is either this man needs to get work in special effects or we are watching something truly special. Yeah, because his asshole is a cauldron and it is bubbling over. <laughs> it just carries the phone away in a tide. That's like two and a half hours in. though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the grand finale. So, a lot of the chat is just funny memes, but some people are like, should we get him help? And those are immediately drowned out by the spam. And no, no. Again, let's let this play out. Millions of people. I wake up a rich man, mm-hmm. but <laughs> at what cost? At what cost? Can't go anywhere. No amount of money is going to make even a prostitute want to have sex with the guy who shit himself on live I mean, stream. And I go viral very, very quickly for this. And so I eventually I'm like Britney Spears. I'm going on talk shows and stuff. I'm milking it for money, but also I'm just getting embarrassed everywhere I go. Like, do you get the joke? Do you get that you suck? And I'm like, yes, yes, I get the joke. Now pay me. It's fine. I never pretended to have pride. Why would you throw that at me as if that's supposed to be hurtful? Like, fuck you, Jimmy Kimmel. I know what I did. I, love, I know who I, I am. I love being a piece of shit. <laughs> know thyself. <clears throat> well, this one's off to a hot start. More yeah. poop talk in the first 10 minutes. It's too late. Can't really can't really go back now. No. The die is cast. And here well, we are again. Oh, do you want to talk about something else? No. Uh, me shaming myself on Kimmel? <laughs> no, no. Do it again. Shit yourself again, Mr. Fitz. I, I don't want to. You notice I, I wear, I'm wearing jeans now. Fitz, shits, Fitz, shits. Just, All right, this is over. I just <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel just stops you. Hey, man, you have to learn to embrace it. And you just start sobbing, and you just forcefully <laughs> shit your white pants as they go wild. Ah! I get into a couple of movies, like Hangover 5 or whatever. <laughs> You're all at breakfast the next morning, be like, "Oh my God, what happened last night?" You just violently <laughs> shake yourself in the middle of it. <laughs> a little bit sprays on oh, Zach Galifianakis's face. I asked for them not to do that. I just wanted to, you know, get some credit as an actor. But they were like, "No, no, no, no. Contractually, you are going to have to shit yourself in at least four of these scenes." You're the guy who shits his pants, man. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, you're giving all these interviews and they're like what uh what drew you to the script well, oh well it's just the raw emotional intensity and <laughs> the opportunity to work with these fine actors mm-hmm. and what about the constant bouts of diarrhea well you know the script called for it so <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to argue against it uh i mean when you you've seen the movie so you understand the context it's part of the character's journey no diarrhea no development if you will see before all of those moments i was eating something appropriate or uh mentioned something to the tune of not feeling well so i think you mm-hmm. know when you when you go back and analyze it it was really 
We've got a clip right here. Oh, this Thai peanut chicken is killing my stomach. We gotta plan the greatest bank heist. Oh, guys, hang on. I need five minutes. Oh yeah, just God! The worst. Doesn't make it. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven with you shitting yourself. <laughs> we need the guy who shits his pants to get us into the vault. Yeah. We need somebody who can slick the ground. <laughs> with some guy, just immediately, in a room where we're all stripped naked. <laughs> we just send him through the casino and have him ruin the white carpet. This is me talking about it later. Yeah, Clooney was really upset uh, over the writing, but they paid him a lot. Just George Clooney slipping in shit. <laughs> <laughs> Face first. Yeah. I'd be in that movie. Sadly. That would be really fun. They're just doing the whole cast is like, we've been working hard on planning this heist, but now I think we need to have a little fun. And it just cuts to a montage of you. And you're at the end of a tarp, and you're just spraying diarrhea up it, and they're surfing down <laughs> so, in their bathing suits. This is where this is where movies have gone. Love to. is all right. People look at me as like the cancer of new cinema. They're just like, you ruined like. But the French, worse than the not another movies. The French are gonna love you. Yeah, great. You're gonna be like Jerry <laughs> Lewis. I don't know French. As a brilliant satire. Yeah, they love it. And we also smell disgusting, so... Everyone's like, we hate you, but then I'm like, I have a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. I'm worth like $24 million now at this point. Why aren't you just shitting yourself From on pooping TikTok? Myself. It's surprising. I'm surprised no one... I'm sure someone's already doing it. And they're probably on OnlyFans. Yeah, well... <laughs> and they probably cornered the market. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. There's just every fetish out there. Somebody is cornering the market, and it is not you. So... You got to, you know, don't get your hopes up. Be realistic. Don't get your hopes up, but don't miss out. If you have the idea, move on it quickly. Listen, guys, you're never going to be the person who gets that 100,000 pervert like, you know. You might be, but most likely you're not. So just, like, you know, settle for 20 to 30 really thirsty perverts who will pay your rent every month. That's all you need. For pictures of your butthole. You could have 100,000 cheap asses that are doing the $2 a month tier, but you could also have, like, 10,000 people that are doing the 20 and yeah. they're loyal. They'll get into fights with people in public, like Rick and Morty fans. They'll be jumping on the table, but instead ravenous. of Szechuan sauce, it's going to be your sweet ass. Yeah, you don't really have fandoms anymore that aren't like crazy ravenous. Like you don't. Yeah. They're just all angry. And if you say like, "Well, he's okay," watch out. And it all takes place on the internet. Like, let's get back to physical altercations. Yeah, you know, we we've though. moved from our values. We got to be safe because of COVID. Like, because I'm fine with you know arguing till someone punches me in the face. But if we get each other sick in the process, I think that's a little bit too far. Fighting is one thing, but biological warfare is not okay. But I'll tell we you learned that in World War One, okay? And I'll be goddamned if we're going to go back to World War One. We lost a whole generation of young men over there in Flanders. For what? For what? How many times are we going to do this? How many times <laughs> are humans going to do this to each other? Oh, forever. <laughs> Absolutely forever. Uh, I want to be like the Greta Thunberg about like worrying about stupid shit at some point the Marvel bubble is going to burst and I have made an entire career criticizing these movies but when they become actually bad everyone will share my opinion and I'm not special what are we doing shame on you how dare you well half the internet will hate you he's being motivated by his parents <laughs> <laughs> he sailed over here in a big fiberglass boat powered by what coal yeah he doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> why are we letting him speak to the un he's just being fed these talking points 
I would hope people would treat me like a little autistic teenage girl. People, people will always hate you. Half of everybody will hate. I, I can't wait until eventually that one podcast that we have that like just has the right like things in the algorithm for people to find. Uh, notab- yeah, notably, fa- noted fascist Donald Duck. Uh, I hope that eventually people start leaving really mean comments. Yeah, just like nasty, nasty stuff. Like yeah. let let's weed out some psychos. I mean, let's be honest; they would have to listen to it first. But <laughs> Morty, that's exactly correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a view count. Yeah, and see what we're at. Oh, kind of bragging God. on ourselves, but I don't care. No, I mean this is all we've got. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's surprising. No, it's more of like who are these people and where are they from and what are they looking for. I want to see some old fascist Donald Duck cartoons. <laughs> That's the thing. I put that poll out the other day. And, These and are all the rage in some part of Russia I, or Japan. Well, we looked at the metrics. Isn't it like India? I have no. I don't remember. Has it might been be consuming India. this episode. There's like, this is not what I searched for. It's about to hit 5,000. Really? Yeah, it's 4877. Wow. I thought it had slowed down. No, not at all. I wonder if it's the same people looking over and over. Like, God damn it, not this again. <laughs> We start to get shared on some very unfavorable websites. Hell yeah. 8chan. 8kun. 8kun. I wonder if that's still going. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Code Monkey just kind of bailed on that whole deal and, well, that, and Q collapsed along with it. That documentary destroyed them. Yeah. It oh, yeah. absolutely destroyed them and any credibility that they really had. Unless you're like the most fervent of followers. And you're like, I don't see a problem with that. Well, like that bearded redneck religious guy who kept burping during the one guy's interview just being a prick just like out of anyone else in the show i think i hated that guy more well not even more more so than that just the game of cat and mouse between the guys doing the documentary and and those two assholes just the whole fucking time just they all know they all see each other's cards well it's just it was just so transparent the father whatever his name is uh it's he's so fucking transparent he's jim yeah, Jim Watkins. Yes, Jim and Ronald Watkins. And he just pretend like just I don't know what you're talking. About. I'm not a very political person. But then he points it out. You he's know, like, "See, uh, I didn't know what you're talking about, so I couldn't have done the thing that you're accusing me of." Exactly. See, I said before, I don't even know anything about that. You look tired. Yeah. Maybe you're not at your best. Maybe we should do this interview later. And then he fucks off. Yeah. It's just, and you watch that game, and like, I, it was his kid that eventually fucks up, and like says the thing. Where he basically admits that he's Q. Yeah, he says I in the context of Q. Yeah. And uh, he just sits and looks up and smiles and like the game's over. Like he knew he'd fucked up. And gotcha, that was bitch. it. And he had a nice little laugh. And I, I don't know. I just don't understand how people can believe that shit anymore. You have to wonder. Yeah, is it? Uh, it's like- a hard. It's a slow documentary to watch. It's infuriating. In a lot of ways. Really? I found it, like, very interesting. I was very engaged with it the whole time. I think it's fascinating in a very horrible, depressing kind of way. Oh, it was very depressing, because when you think about it, some douchebag, like, extremely online cynic yeah. was able to poison the brains of people we love. Mm-hmm. Tons of them. The Q thing became—Q went mainstream. It got mainstream press. And, like, we all know people who maybe they aren't, like, Q adherents, but they fell into the, like, shallow end of the Q pool. Yeah. No, that's fair. And it, it, it touched all of us. It's pretty fucked up that one guy with a computer did that. Yeah. And it's weird, yeah, because you say that, and it's like, mm, I might be able to count those people then on more than one hand. Where you're just like... Morty, that's exactly correct. Well, and it's like, I mean, I'd like to think that we're pretty tied into the mainstream, so... Ooh, us we're have, going mainstream. We're talking about it, so... Ooh. 
I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing to think about because I don't know. As somebody who just sits and argues with people on Twitter all the time, it's it's uh, it's weird to see people who unabashedly believe crazy shit and will come at you full force. And it's the kind of thing where you'll sit there and very innocuously you're talking about this one thing, but that's not what they want to talk about. They want to talk about this thing that might be vaguely connected to it. And they will do absolutely everything they can to make whatever like you're trying to say an argument about this other thing. And they think this is totally, completely rational. And I don't – it's amazing. But I, I wish I could give you an example. Like, um, like you'll be sitting there talking about like COVID restrictions coming up. And it's like, okay, but they don't really want to talk about COVID. They want to talk about how much they hate Biden or socialism or Bernie Sanders or max vaccinations or mandates or their freedom. Like they don't really want to talk about what it is about COVID that scares them or what it is about like vaccination that they don't like. They want to talk about any one of these other ideological axes that they want to grind and they will fucking go fucking for it. And I get it. It's my fault for being on Twitter <laughs> because I sit there and think like, well, maybe someone's got something interesting to say. And they never do. <laughs> it's your first mistake. It's my, it's, I don't get it. And it's so many people. It's so many people. And I was talking to you earlier. I was like, think about what a, an amazing thing Twitter could be, like in terms of the exchange of information and idea. And instead, it's dumb people yelling into a void. Forever saved on the Library of Congress. Even the shit when you're like, oh, well, he blocked me and nobody like that. All, all this information is saved in storage forever. Everything everyone ever says. And part of me sits there and kind of goes, why? It's so fucking useless. To, to save it or just the act of putting any of these thoughts out? Kind of both at this point. I guess so. I guess one begets the other. Yeah. Like, go ahead and put your thoughts out there. But right. it, that's the thing is social media, like different ones for different purposes, but like Facebook and especially Twitter are kind of the place where you go unleash your inner monster. You know <laughs> what I mean? A little especially bit. Especially Twitter. Because you could put up a little goblin avatar and just go out there and pick fights with people well, that so catch your eye. It gives you the convenience of seeing somebody who might be making a cogent argument and then looking at them and calling them a fucking moron yeah. without any fear of repercussion other than being like, well, we're going to ban you for a couple of days. And you're like, okay, great. I'm just going to create a new account and I'm back on. And like, there you go. And off you go. Yep. And then you just send a gif of like Jack Nicholson doing the psychotic nod and you walk away. It's just, mm -hmm. we communicate in gifs and memes and six letter gamer words. Sure. And then you f quickly get kicked off. Well, but. it's all a crazy game. But, like, I mean, you can create 14 to 15 different fake profiles and have arguments with people as if you're several different people and like all of your comments. Oh, yeah. And just do kinds of crazy shit in the anonymous space that is Twitter or Instagram or any of these other fucking places. And it, I guess what I'm saying is that's fucking insane. <laughs> And people do it. They're doing it right now while you're listening to this. I'm talking about when I'm saying the words, and I'm also talking about days later when you hear them. People are doing that shit right fucking That's now. That's their whole entire life is yeah. doing that. That is their. They have parasocial relationships with themselves. They inhabit different personalities and different social media accounts, and it's all your best friends are the 20 fake profiles you have online. I'm writing this movie. Along came a spider too. <laughs> 
has absolutely nothing to do with the themes yeah. of the first one. It has nothing to do with the first one, but it is also about crazy people having arguments with themselves. And then one day, one of those people meets another one like himself. And you think a war is on, but instead it's just two really lonely people yelling at each other in the void for two and a half hours. Just Eventually, they two meet hive up. minds. Yeah. Eventually, they meet up and they finally fuck. <laughs> and it's really awkward it is and it is like seven and a half minutes long yeah. we do not edit it out it is all asses and elbows folks mm-hmm. yep Just that's the kind of hard-hitting stuff we're writing these days absolutely absolutely you're not gonna like it i would love to start using multiple accounts as like a test balloon oh. for like fetish stuff where you go out there and you're like <laughs> i don't think it's really weird to want to you know hump a lady's prosthetic leg and Make her kiss your toes. I don't think. I don't think that's that weird. I think right? that's just being American. <laughs> and then you bring in your next account, and it's just like, no, that doesn't sound weird to me at all. In fact, I am an amputee, and I would do that. It's like, called fetish mining, and wait till you see what it costs. You got four computers set up. That is a weird thing people are doing. What is like going around to different like content creators <sighs> and asking them like, oh, hey, would you read this children's book? You have such a great – it happens to a lot of ASMR people where it's like, you've got a great voice. My niece just loves your videos. She loves when you action. do makeup ones. Anyway, would you read her favorite baby book for me? <laughs> Send me the file. What are you fucking squatting for? Oh, Because my legs, my knees were bugging me. What are you, 90? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Jesus. Well, let's take a little water break. Hello. Yeah, but... Uh, Don't you have an ad read for the people, Rory? No. I was hoping that you were going to sit here and chat to them more about pedophiles. That was a great <laughs> idea. Well, and the thing is, I don't even... That might even be a mis... I mean, who fucking knows? That might be a misnomer because I think yeah, they're just... sexual about it. They're, they're <laughs> dudes that like... Yeah, they're like, uh, my mommy was withholding when I was a child, so I want sexy ASMR YouTube girl to read me a bedtime yeah, story. Then, then ask the older one to do it, you fucking weirdo. They, they are. They're asking, like, the 26-year-old girls with their fucking snabitzes out in the oh. thumbnail. I've showed you the thumbnail. We've talked about this on the show before. Oh, okay. It's like, right. So, sa- yeah. Salute, because they their subscriber count skyrockets, and the simps come out and admit they're simps. You're so beautiful, Maddie. I'd do anything for you. I think that's in the definition. I'd hijack a bus. Is that they they show themselves. But, like, you know, most of them show themselves because they're so obvious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Milady. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, literal tip of the hat. They're close. They're going to get an emoji that's just a neckbeard doffing his fedora. They should do that. That's the one group that's not represented via emoji now. I just always thought about that where I'm like, Imagine being one of these people and having to like come to terms being like X percentage of my audience is masturbating to this. <laughs> but I guess if the money's right and I'm not being like these dirty whores, yeah. I am super pro sex work, legalized prostitution. I don't care who I piss off in this room full yeah, of people no. I emailed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm super pro the legalization of prostitution well, of and course, like because sex it, workers' rights. Because that like the the current system like disenfranchises these people who like yeah you, you always make that argument like man i sure would like to go out and be a prostitute today uh so let's make it harder on myself by going and doing it something that's illegal it's just like uh, but that's the thing is because it's unregulated you can't protect any of these people and it's dangerous so exactly regulate it yeah make and, it make it safer 
and I'm not the way, person way that's safer. made this argument, but these fucking crazy incel guys that like crash cars into crowds of people. They're a, they're a trillion dollar economy. Would, ex- <laughs> dude, would they still do that if they could go to prostitutes? Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Mm. You're just you've had your fucking. Well, if it was if it was normalized as well, because like look at look at like something like marijuana legalization, mm-hmm. right? Like that's normalized to a point, but then there's like a whole extended um, number of the population that's like, I'm not cool with this. It's still. immoral. Yeah, dude, so, I would be the first person. I would. I was going to take a long time even after legalization because it's going to happen one day, or at least decriminalization. Well. Um, no half step and legalize it because I want to be the first person to take a prostitute on a date in our hometown. Take her to the cornerstone for a nice meal. Like, you don't have to do this. It's just stand up and go, I want everyone to know that this is a whore. This is a prostitute, a hooker, whatever you want to call her. But guess what? She's here with me tonight because it's my right to purchase time with her and it's her right to sell it. And if you've got a problem with that, then I guess you can just get your breadsticks to go and go home, bigot. And it's my birthday. So I can do. The little chocolate cake comes out. She's like, that was weird, man. I don't like this. This wasn't, this isn't fun anymore. Sit on that cake. <laughs> oh, no. You're, you're, you're mean, John. Not at all, dude. Not at all. I'd be like, what are you into? Yeah. Okay. What do you like to okay, do? Okay. So, yeah, that's the spoiler here. She's into all of this. She's like, I really like to sit on cake. She's wearing just... leather, too, because mm-hmm. she likes you humiliating yourself in public. Makes a great sound. I would not Secretly, be humiliated to go you, out with a weird prostitute, Rory. What you, don't you get? No, I'm talking about the like prostrating yourself in front of the crowd of people by yelling like an ass in a, in a public area i'm dying for an excuse to do that hey everyone let me tell you about this i just took a pp test and i do not have diabetes yet this is a big night for me clap for me <laughs> you sit down and now i'm gonna go make a poop everyone just cheers you god bless you son yeah and this surprisingly muscular hooker picks you up in her arms and carries you to the bathroom. That's the thing, man. Where, she, where you make sweet love while you're pooping. Oh, absolutely. And you are <laughs> no. you are not in charge. You are not in charge of that, Blumpkin. That is the worst thing ever, I think. Why? <laughs> that sounds uh, so weird. Someone's dying for the ability to do this. I'm telling you. it's Of I, course. I, I'm not even. Of course. Of course they are. Yeah. The world is a crazy place. It's not crazy, of- Rory. If you want to have sex with a prostitute while you're loosely. taking a dump, <laughs> I don't think that's crazy. <laughs> now, to be fair, I forgot to take my antipsychotics two days in a row. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> anyways, yeah. So I think I think that those rights are coming, especially because think about it. The government wants those taxes. Government wants them taxes. Dude, I will become a lobbyist for for cam girls, one hundred percent. Oh, cam girls are already getting taxed. 100%. I just, I just, I want them to talking have about, better quality. Talking life. about prostitutes. Well, I used it as an umbrella to sex workers, I guess. Sex workers, yeah. I want to be a lobbyist for sex workers. Mm-hmm. Legitimately, I'd fight very hard. I mean, for as them. a sex worker yourself. Yes, correct. So you got to get in there, Morty. That's exactly correct. I so would, see, dude. Maybe, I, maybe I, the government's going to come in and take too much, though. You got to be careful. I, well, that's you the thing know. is we're doing this carefully and with the right people. Yeah, got to look at what they did in uh, in Nevada. I'm going to be more looking at what they've done in the Netherlands. Ah, well, well done. Look at you. How progressive. Exactly. I know about Europe, so I'm better than most people. <laughs> Hooray! Anyone who listens to this podcast knows we're cultured. 
The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I don't know if they knew it before, but they sure know it now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That might be my calling. And then it would be fucking hilarious at the end of my career. I'm accepting a lifetime achievement award. Like, look what you did. And I'm like, yeah, I did it all so I could get close to hot ladies. <laughs> you just up on the podium, but you don't realize that they're not saying, look what you did. They're going, look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> all of everything you did actually hindered everything. You it's didn't just, realize it. I think it's a roast, but it's a drumhead trial. <laughs> This is great. You guys are being so mean. <laughs> Everyone's booing you. <laughs> I think they're saying boo earns. I've never seen them throw cabbages at these things. This is the best night of my life. Oh, this is the only time I thought I'd ever get to meet Pete Davidson. Wow. Oh, man. Too bad. Where is he? What a crazy career. It is pretty weird to think about. Where the fuck did he come from? I don't know. He, I guess, I mean, I've seen his stand-up. He's pretty good. I like his stand-up. It was decent so i assume he got saw by lauren michaels who lauren was like okay come come work on snl and you never have to go anywhere i don't know what the relationship between him and lauren michaels is hard to know yeah i think uh i think pete davidson's talked about it and i've definitely heard louis ck's perspective yeah which is that he fucking ratted on pete davidson for being a pothead and told lauren to get rid of him yeah yeah he sure did that and now everyone looks at Louis C.K. and he's like, yeah, didn't you masturbate in front of people? I don't think we care what the pervert thinks like, about nobody, pot. Yeah, nobody really cares about pot anymore, really. At least I feel like most rational people. Who not, cares? Not in Who arts and entertainment. Shit? It's kind <laughs> of expected. <laughs> I mean, come on. People it was like, like, listen, I don't think Pete Davidson should drive that bus. <laughs> I'd, I'd agree with you. Listen, I don't think he should be working in the thresher. <laughs> This harvest, I don't know. Remember what happened to Johan last harvest? Like, I would get it. Pete Davidson would probably get it. Like, yeah, I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> it's great. It's a great Pete Davidson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in, in at SNL, when he's, like, reading updates and more or less just being the guy who stands in the corner, like, I don't know, man, leave me alone. But he also has, like, horrible anxiety and horrible, like, IBS. Yeah. So if it's helping those symptoms abate, who gives a shit? Yeah. Some people are looking for any excuse to get stoned. Listen. But like Seth Rogen and Pete Davidson are both guys that are on the record as being like, my quality of life is improved by smoking. Wh who's going to get in the way of that? Yeah. What asshole would stand in the way of that? Uh, a lot of people. George Bush. <laughs> well, look, every single person has worked at a place where there was that guy who took 15 smoke breaks a fucking day. Uh -huh. Nobody bats a fucking eye. You know, if you go home and smoke weed afterwards, then everybody loses their mind. <laughs> it's just one of those weird fucking things. Like, I just I, I don't quite get it. Like, you're allowed to drink a shit ton of caffeine in the beginning of the day. And if you don't, it's totally understandable why Tom's being a prick to everybody. Yeah, had a cup of coffee. <laughs> He's even got a sign hanging over his desk that says, don't talk to me till I've had my morning coffee. Yeah. With a skull and crossbones. But, you know, it's just every like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not like advocating 9 a.m. beers or anything, but it's just like a really weird line that society sets. No, it totally is. Don't worry, I'm just getting my day going by having 15 Reese cups. <laughs> and everyone be like, okay, you're such a weird guy, Rory. Like, think about it. There Try he comes it. again. Everybody get like 15 Reese cups and go into work and hammer those Quickly. things. Quickly. Yeah. Like, really put them down. Like, you listen, you're going to have a stomach ache later. Maybe do it on a half day. The wheels are going to come off around 2 o'clock. But do it, and people will think it's weird, but they won't stop you. 
And then, okay, the next day, go in, have just a joint. Just bring it, just bring it right into the office and do that and see if people say something. Hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> this experiment is destined to succeed. If you have the job the next day, walk in <laughs> with two 12-hers, like like nice 24-pack cans if you want to go that route, and just start hammering them. Like, don't drink all of them because you're a responsible drinker, but get like six of them in you before noon and still do your work because let's be honest, everyone else is, everyone suspects they could do their job while they were a little drunk. And again, six beers, you'll probably be feeling, <laughs> you're probably doing pretty good. Feeling no pain. Or uh, Twisted Teas or Mike's Hard Lemonades or, you know. Are we going strictly non-liquor? Well, I don't know. I feel like that's a little much. (laughs) (laughs) You have to draw the line somewhere. That's what this whole conversation was about. And see, and then remember, you're taking notes the whole day. If you get to Friday, you got to let everybody know that it was an experiment and you were, it was a social thing. And then you'll definitely get fired (laughs) or promoted. Yeah. You got to just pick the day. Like, and again, the head of BP is just a guy who shot up in front of everybody at a board meeting. This man's got vision. We're going to get someone give that man a raise. <laughs> Jenkins, you're going places. All right. Damien. <laughs> On Thursday, you're smoking crack. So that'll be fun. I would like, isn't that funny how smoking crack even one time disqualifies you from any kind of public life? Like, people use that as a moral judgment, but I look at that and I go, all that tells me about you is that you know how to have fun. <laughs> yeah. You were at a party that got crazy one time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, you've, if you've done it one time, it's just casual crack. You just did it as a treat. <laughs> You're like, you can be the mayor of Toronto. Uh, I, the, honestly, I've never supported a politician more. I wish I could have voted for well, that let's guy. Look, let's be honest. You think Donald Trump has never smoked crack? You think George Bush never smoked crack? You think Bill Clinton never smoked crack? Bill like, Clinton smoked crack out of Monica Lewinsky's butthole, and you can look that up. <laughs> it's That's true. I read that on the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um there's yeah there's there's like, like you look at politicians you go that guy smoked crack that's happened um wasn't it like marion barry he was like the mayor of dc and he was he was pretty pro crack fella maybe think he did a lot of crack probably i remember i hope i'm not slandering i've got a else. feeling one of the side effects of doing too much crack is being like very pro crack <laughs> so <laughs> doing too much crack makes you a politician Make, it makes you super pro crack you're just like i don't know what it is about this thing but i sure like it and wish it was legal wish i could go in a corner store instead of having to suck a dick out back behind that dumpster yeah i think norm mcdonald yeah i think he was the one making all of those crack jokes in the early <laughs> 90s. he also loves crack <laughs> Yeah, he also loves crack. He said uh, he'd balance the budget for DC and uh, also crack. Yeah, I do Just remember like he that. He did a bunch of bits like before that. he got fired. Yeah. yeah, for making fun OJ. Is that really what finally did it? Because like they didn't get his humor. He did so many. Here's the thing. He did so many OJ jokes. Just a ton of them. He. Some might say drove the bit into the ground. He was doing it multiple times every episode. You came to expect it. But the problem is Don Olmeyer, who ran NBC, was a close personal friend of the juice. Threw him a party when he was acquitted. Tight. Tight with OJ. That kind of friend. So he calls old Norman and says, raise your hand if you've got a job at SNL. Hold on there, Norm. Not so fast. Not this time. <laughs> That's wow. Yeah. 
That's a that sucks. There's a tidbit for you guys, but you Poor didn't know Norm that. McDonald. He also went bankrupt from gambling twice. <laughs> Crazy motherfucker, just like can't stop sports betting. Yeah, which is wow. You think about that. I go, Norm, you did so well. You must have really sucked. You must have really sucked at it. I love that. That reminds me of the same thing <laughs> when he came back to host SNL like a year after he got fired. Yeah, he's like, they uh, they fired me because they said I'm I'm not funny, and I'm like, but I'm hosting the show and it's like well either i got funnier or this show fucking sucks <laughs> yeah uh norm mcdonald the balls on that guy again he looks like one of those guys who like got soggy as life went on for some reason he did it was like he got left in a pool a little too yeah. long yep that bloated corpse just like luke wilson i think he got it under control but poor luke wilson had some coke bloat for a yeah. while i'd be like dude just calm down just chill out you got to take your foot off the gas with that yeah. stuff. You know what's right around the corner waiting for you? Crack. Yeah. Well, not when you're that rich. You're fine. <sighs> you're fine, bud. Just keep doing work. And they'll they'll let you do basic cable television any day you want. He was. He was doing like Spectrum commercials or something. Yeah. Hey. Did you know that for $24 a month? <laughs> <laughs> see, listen, I would watch more commercials if you got to see just people who were absolute fucking train wrecks doing them. <laughs> and like they're really poorly edited. And every now and then Lenny at the end, they're like, why the fuck do I got to say that? Just heroin just addicts and schizophrenics really, yeah. trying to sell you like really Toyota. Upset. Yeah, exactly. Toyota Camry has <laughs> just <laughs> come on down, or the voices in my head are gonna start a revolution. Yeah. You won't like it when we storm the Capitol. Just come on, Scooter, and it's just him with like this mutt that follows him. It's beautiful. It's a very dead dog that he drags around yeah. by a leash. Just really crazy, awful celebrities at the end of their ropes. Like all of them have spent their last. Like clearly, this is they're doing this because they're getting paid. And they're just immediately going to go and buy their drug of choice afterwards. And you just get to watch, you know, absolutely. Uh, Danny Bonaducci. Is he still alive? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I just picked a right. I just picked one. Uh, that's the problem. It's like Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda's dead now. But for a long time, everyone's like, mm, cheer if Abe Vigoda's dead. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, for some people, you know what their drug of choice is, Rory. It's food. Mm. And I like to think Steven Seagal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be him and Lena Dunham. Oh wow! Does she? Is that hers? Lena or? Dunham's gotten real big. What has she been doing? I don't know. I don't follow on. I'm not on the the Lena Dunham. I don't know. Dunning. She's one of those Dunham. people that I think like once the gates were Dunham. open Dunham. and it was like we're we're relaxing Dunham. lockdown Dunham. restrictions, she was just one of the people that elected not to go back out. There's a surprising amount of people who are like, I'll never really go out again. To get groceries and stuff, but never stuff in You don't crowds. even have to if you've got that kind of money. Like, if you made a show that netted you anywhere, or, like, where your net worth's like six to ten million bucks, you're fucking set for the rest of your life. And you can sit there in your nice, awesome apartment in a populated fucking city and have everything delivered to your fucking door by DoorDash or Grubhub or Amazon or literally everything. You do not have to leave. If you live in a major metropolitan area, you do not have to leave anymore. And, like, just imagine Lena Dunham becoming, like, J.D. Salinger, but in, like, ten years, they got to cut a hole in the roof and lift her out with a crane. Like, <laughs> we're like, whatever happened to her? And she then wrote the next that thing, thing that you know. gets compared to Citizen Kane, and <laughs> they found her wedged in her pool out back. It's a tragic story. Had to get her out. They found her because everybody uses drones now. Goddamn paparazzi. Got a drone operating. Yep. That's the worst thing uh, I've ever heard. I don't know. I, I always think about 
what celebrities do you not want to do well? Her, why? for sure. She's just a bad person. Yeah. It's not even just like uh, the, the low hanging fruit would be eh, you got you, your man making fun of Lena. Do you know what she's been through? It's like she has literally insulted. She's outed herself as an ignorant piece of shit. And she has insulted. <laughs> Look it up. Way more oppressed peoples than she'll ever be. She is a rich girl with artist parents and they've You're helped her fund girl. a fucking independent film to launch her career. But she'll go up to someone like Odell Beckham Jr., try to grab his fucking crank at a dinner, and when he's like, hey, I'm not interested in you, she's like, oh, well, of course. I thought black men were supposed to be into fat white girls. Wow. Just like stereotype, stereotype, Dude. stereotype. Jesus. But then chastising people for being like, girls is a bad show. But girls is kind of a bad show. You're a misogynist. <laughs> no. So for that reason, hey, for destroying you, the discourse. You can, you can like what you want, obviously. But yeah, no, that's fair. For destroying the discourse, Lena Dunham might cast you out. That's fair. That's nice. I'm trying to think of something like... I. I at the beginning, I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes I'm wondering where Topher Grace got his career. But then, like, <laughs> like after hearing you like very explicitly be like, what the fuck? I don't really have like a, like anything comparable. You'll never that. match my level of passion. I'll never. No, of course not. If I, I mean, gave like, that speech as like the fourth back candidate in a, a hopeless race for d the Democratic nominee for president, this would have vaulted me to one. Yeah. I would have won a primary. Let me tell you something, folks, about a scourge taking grip in America. And its name is Lena Dunham. And everyone kind of sits up. What? She is decimating the Spanx industry single-handedly. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, now you're just being an asshole. <laughs> Rory, that's exactly correct. correct. I am being an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't, I don't have a... Like, see, the funny thing is you'd be like, well, Steven Seagal's a huge piece of shit. You wish Steven Seagal really didn't have a great career. But think about the joy he's brought, not only me, but I'm sure everyone who listened to the podcast. Too. With such wonderful, wonderful films. Um, so part of you is like, wow, I hate the man, but I love the work. I wish right now, having done all of it... Um, <laughs> We uh we could watch him get arrested and thrown in jail because it's like every now and then you see an episode of the Cosby Show, right? No, I'm just kidding. I actually don't like you don't see the Cosby Show anywhere. I don't hear about it. To be fair, like, it wasn't on TV for a while. The Cosby wasn't. Show, yeah. But we all know maybe TV Land about old Bill Cosby. So you sit there and it's like part of me. Do I should I feel guilty about watching Steven Seagal films and getting such joy out of them? Is it the kind of thing that's like um going back and watching Kevin Spacey work where you have that weird feeling about it, you know, because Steven Seagal's arguably done that and probably more. Oh, he's a fucking asshole. He's injured people. He's like sexually assaulted a bunch of women. Yeah. He's a big piece of shit. Yeah. You look at the takes that you see in the movies with the very attractive women he casts himself across and you go, how many takes did that one take? Mm hmm. And I go, we should oh. work on our scenes in my trailer before. Lord knows, man. We're, I'm living in Nicholas Ceausescu's winter home <laughs> while we shoot this piece of shit movie. You want to come over and work on our lines? It's just cocaine. Just rails of it on an RC track. 
and he just gets on a <laughs> skateboard and just snorts it all up, does the loop. Woo, let's go play some basketball for 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> She's like, actually, I had time of my life at Seagull House. You never tried to touch me. He he sexually assaulted some ice cream sandwiches, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he pulled the flaps back Secretly, and sucked the cream out. Everything's a lie, and Steven Seagal is just a really nice dude. He's just a lonely, shy Hollywood's nice dude. Hollywood's full of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> just picking on the fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. That'd be the most incredible fucking thing. I don't know why everyone's being mean to me. <laughs> do you see my baseball cards? Let's go. <laughs> hey, I'm really excited to do this scene with you. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> All right, and action. Is it bad if your penis looks like an any belly button? Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, no, but he's probably a piece of shit. He's he's conclusively a piece of trash. <laughs> He does. He just sees yeah. like a, a fucking cocktail waitress yeah. in, in fucking Minsk, and he's like, there she is, the romantic lead for my next yeah. movie. Smile oh, for me. Terrible mouthful of teeth. She's like, it'll have to do. We'll get those fixed. <laughs> I just fucking, uh, it just makes, yeah, it just makes you wonder. We keep running into new pieces of shit every day in Hollywood. I always wonder who the next one's going to be. That's the game show. Who's the next Hollywood piece of shit? Because it was uh, what the last one that I can remember of note was one of the guys from Drake and Josh. Oh my God! Yeah, dude. Yeah. Drake. Drake was a fucking er, yeah pedophile. Was it Drake or was it Josh? Drake Bell? Yeah. Yeah, it was Drake Bell. The guy uh, is Josh McGooby. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Drake Bell, big time, like big time pedophile. Couldn't believe it. I was like, what? That guy, the, the handsome kid who worked for Nickelodeon, ended up being a pedophile like the other guy who worked for Nickelodeon? The foot guy? Or that other guy who was there that worked for Nickelodeon? The but it's weird because he was a kid. It makes me wonder if something happened to him while he was there, too. It's possible because, as they say, you know, abuse begets abusive behavior. Yeah, so maybe, he, he maybe he's it. a massive piece of shit, but maybe something happened to him, too. And I'm not letting him off the hook, obviously. To be fair... Just You're like I don't know what it kind of sounds like you. Are. Now there's an argument to be made. <laughs> no, but I I think to cover our ass here because I don't I don't know that anything was confirmed to have happened at Nickelodeon. I think it was a there's like a there's a huge rumor. There's a mill. big time rumor mill about Dan Schneider being like a big time foot fetish guy and like Creepy. being inappropriate with like Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah, there's the urban legend that he fathered her kid. And yes. it's like all yes, of that is. has a big allegedly in front of it. I don't think any of that has been proven. So we're going to take it here in the Skimbo Lounge as truth. It happened. Spread it out. Destroy these people's lives. Go. It happened. But we're also pro Dan Schneider in Go. that case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Destroy Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> no. We have to protect our precious fat foot guy. Oh, you go back and you look at some of the old, like, all vats and stuff, and you do see a lot of feet. You go, wow. So much foot content. Wow, that's surprising. Their feet are not that funny. No, they're not. When I was a kid, I was never like, feet are so fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. And I grew up now, and I'm like, maybe that's why I'm not into feet, because they were always dis like prominently displayed in gross ways. And I was like, no. Fucking you figured out early on, that is yeah. not for me. Feet are for walking, not for love. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's fine. Whatever you're into there, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he got he's entering a whole new phase. Margot Robbie's disgusting, dirty, scuffed up feet. Yes. And he's just like I could see the string of drool like a fucking bulldog Listen, coming out of his mouth. Listen, we've said it before and I'll say it again. 
There's a dark room somewhere at Quentin Tarantino's house full of that shit. Full of it. Stuff nobody's ever seen but Quentin. And it's all from his movies and famous celebrities and probably from his personal life. What is that gonna... exists. When he dies, someone's going to come across the treasure trove of foot fetish content. Unless he's like, I'm burning this. That's the question. Is like, what is he going to do when his son finds it? He's got a one-year-old now. Oh, that, no. That kid is eventually going to grow up and get curious. That is going to be locked in a biometric room. <laughs> like, right now, there's a, there's a padlock on that door because it's his editing room, right? Mm-hmm. And if you walk in, his editing room is just to- it looks totally normal. But then there's just one panel that you just click, and it opens up, and there's more to the room that you didn't realize was there, and it's all the foot shit. Just feet. He's got mannequin feet. He's yeah. got a foot in a jar, like preserved in formaldehyde. Yeah. Oh, God. It's that real, one's for holidays. Dis- that was Halle Berry's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It wasn't an accident. Notice how you never see her from the knees yeah. down in a film. Yeah. Just some weird, weird, crazy fucking thing. But uh, I'm telling you, man, there's a room like he'll know no one will ever find it. He's got it locked away in some special way. One day he's going to pass away. And it's hopefully he's either going to destroy it or he's going to get like hit by a bus one day or some weird fucking thing happens. And it ever, someone's going to find it one day. And Reddit is going to have a field day. Except it's something everybody like you're <laughs> like, oh, I guarantee it. It's like, yeah, I won't take that action because you're totally right. Yeah. He has a shrine to disgusting feet somewhere. Yeah, no, it's more <laughs> it's more about whether we get to, s- to hear about it or not. That's the thing. I want him to admit to the vault. We all know the vault is true. I just, I want him to admit to it. Uh, listen, on the scale of fetishes... I'm and, a Quentin Tarantino truther. With the information that's out there and on the grand scheme of fetishes, if he did just come out and fucking say it, no one would be shocked and no one would judge him for I'm it. I'm pretty sure everyone knows he's a foot fetishist. I don't think he has to say that. I'm talking specifically about the, 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 the back quiet room that he has. So make an appeal. Yeah, Quentin, I just, I need to know him. He's like, what the fuck's the matter with you? Of course I do. But like, like, thank you. Thank you so much. Do you need to see it? Because all you're going to see is like everything he's jerked off on. I don't want to see it. I'm not into that. You're all over the place. I just want to know its existence. But you do in your heart. No, I don't want to see it. I don't. I don't. I just want him to admit it's there because I want to know the truth. I'm like, did you ever see that uh, Nicolas Cage movie about the treasure? What was it called? That one. Uh, American leaving Las Vegas. Las- yes, <laughs> I believe they called it the Wicker Man. Um, and he goes with all those zany characters to find the treasure. Like it'd be like I don't want it. Like it's like that, but adjacent. Where there's also a little bit of the Ark of the Covenant in there, and I don't really want to open and see what's inside. It's not going to kill me, but I'm sure it would alter me. It's just like a rubber foot that's filled with Quentin Tarantino semen. It's just a pocket <laughs> pussy with a foot on the end. Maybe it's classy and there's a fountain. I don't know. I don't really want to know. Again, just want to know it's there. But you know in your heart that it's there. No, it's like knowing if there's like a spider web that you're about to walk into. It's important. Well, manifest that it will come out then. It'll be like Capone's vault. Yeah, I think it's going to. I'd see that was such a letdown. It was a super letdown. Yeah. See, I'm and super happy thing. it happened to Geraldo. We can have all these ideas of what Quentin Tarantino's foot vault looks like, but we'll never know. And somehow, knowing it exists is great. But knowing what it looks like takes away some of the mystique now. Mm-hmm. So you get me. Well, it's like that. Are you on the same page with me now? Well, it's like that movie, The Day the Clown Cried. Uh-huh. Like, part yeah. of me would really like to see it, and part of me is like, no, it's never. way better because I never can. Yeah. 
because it's allegedly like the most misguided offensive movie of all time without <laughs> trying to be, yeah. which makes it ten times worse. Yes. And and Jerry Lewis was like, nope, nope, this is going here, and uh, after I'm dead. It's, I want to destroy it, or God knows. I don't know. I don't think he could bring himself to destroy it, but he definitely was like, it can never be released. Mm. And that always worries me, because things that say that always end up getting released one yeah. day. Always. Like this episode. We're, we'll get to the end of this and we'll go, never again. Never again. But it's still getting out there. Should we call this episode The Day the Clown Cried? That's <laughs> the it. name of the movie. Listen, you always say, you always do this. <laughs> You go, should we name the episode this? And then you don't. And then you don't do it. You get fucking done, and then you forget all about this, and then you name the fucking show Apple Jackson Farts. And I'm, I don't even fucking care. Go ahead and name it The Day the Clown Cried. I will be excited if it is. If not, whatever. <laughs> I'll have you know that the last one was Pen15 Club. You son of a that's bitch. that's prestigious. Yeah, you're right. That was. That was great. I also don't think we said anything in that one that, <laughs> that merited a title. We said a lot of great award-winning stuff. That was a tough one last time. No, it was fine. You're crazy. Gaslighting isn't real. You made it up. Wow, Rory, that's it. More, Rory, that's <laughs> exactly correct. Yeah. <clears throat> ah, that's it. That's all I got me. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I got a shit list to end this. Wow. I think we got to spend a little time talking about hot girls who think they're funny. Hot girls? Like who? Like Nikki Glazer? Yes. Okay. And I'm also thinking of Nikki Howard. I don't know if I know Nikki Howard. Well, I'm kind of not up on names of like new comedians coming out now. You wouldn't know Nikki Howard because she's a hack. I was going to say, that's not Bo Burnham. But she's <laughs> very hot. Great. But all of her videos are her, her big thing, her signature move, is taking songs from the 90s and 2000s and lip syncing over them while dancing like a fucking spastic over it. Well, She's just doing little kicks and okay, jumps and so it's huge com faces. It's comedic. She's not a comedian. She is a comedian and an actress and a model. Okay. And a podcaster. Okay, I'm all those things too. <laughs> like, <laughs> go on. You know, I do all those things. But she's prides her. She thinks she's really fucking funny. Here's the thing, man. I don't give a fuck about comedians unless you're making skits or you're doing stand-up. She's she's not doing stand-up, but she does skits, and they are six minutes long. And I like I had a fucking birthday watching one of these. They're so long, and they never go anywhere because it's that insta-comedy thing. But she is so clearly someone who grew up, and guys that wanted to fuck her were like, you're really funny. Now take your tits out. And that that's depressing. And she was like, I am really funny because her sense of humor fucking sucks it never got a chance to develop because no one ever told her you're not funny that you need to develop this yes i think the thing okay so like i you're saying all that the only thing i'm really thinking about in terms of this is like what do we define as someone being a comedian you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i think about it like the rock did jumanji mm -hmm. right and he did it with kevin hart kevin hart is a comedian um, does that make The Rock a comedian as well? Because he was in a movie that was kind of an action adventure, but also it had comedy in it, and he did things that were objectively funny in it. Um, like, you know, supposed to be. Um, does that make The Rock a comedian? Can The Rock consider himself a comedian? Um, or does, like, he have to go out and, like, because he did, like, The Tooth Fairy, or that other one, yeah. too. Like, does that make him a comedian? Or does he need to go out and, like, get into comedy the way that, like, someone like kevin hart did the short answer is yes he can call himself a comedian because he's done comedic work he cannot call himself a stand-up comedian true okay so it's, it's a little semantic there's your distinction kind of yeah that's fair 
And this girl is not a stand-up comedian. So she's a comedian. She's an insta-thought who does these ridiculously, painfully, unfunny little vignettes. And I just, I can't. I, well, I can't support it anymore. They're, they're doing like the quirky, weird thing that like these little five second, ten second videos and you do the thing and it's the thing and that happens and it's got the writing above it that kind of explains what's going on to you a little yeah. bit and then it ends and that's it. What it's like working in the same office as your bae. Yeah. And, yeah. What? And it ends and you're like, okay, great. That's There's something funny to that. It's easy. It's digestible. It's very five second films kind of, mm-hmm. you know. To that project they're like that. rarely that short though a lot of them go on for like three to four minutes of just like awkward stilted cringe content yeah that people eat up it's like Whoa! it's like postmodern how stupid and bad it is yeah okay well i just i don't get the appeal i guess more than anything like that's what it comes down to i just don't i don't know if it's not funny like what's the entertainment value but People are stupid, and they're allowed to like what they like. Like, again, it's like we said the other – like, I, I think I said it to you the other day where I was like, every now and then I'll go on and I'll see a comedian on, like, Americans Got Talent or something like that on YouTube. And I'll watch that, and I'll be like, I don't think any of this is the kind of stuff that would make, like, an audience laugh the way that audience is laughing. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand what's so funny about this. Like, I get what's clever about it, um, but I don't – I none of this is funny to me. And he's killing. So – well, and it is subjective you know, and think about the type of people that are going to a live taping of America's Got Talent. Sure. To be fair to those people, they should be gassed. Well, and they've also be, been there all fucking day and they're exhausted. So they like pretty much anything that comes across and hits a certain threshold. Um, but I, I, yeah, again, tying it all back, like people, it, again, people, maybe they like that because they do enjoy that stupid, awful humor in the way that I enjoy Steven Seagal, you know, but I don't know. In, I don't know. in the way that some people do not consider music an essential part of their life, do not listen to it recreationally, don't, like, and I'm one of those people that's, like, constantly got music going and consuming music. Uh-huh. So when people like my sister are like, I don't know, sometimes I forget to turn the radio off, and that's the only music I hear. I'm like, what? It breaks my brain. But yeah. there again... We're all completely different. So some sure. people love that shitty comedy. That's what I'm saying. And, and they're and allowed people to like love Jeff that shitty Dunham. comedy. They're allowed. They're allowed to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But like North Korea, if you're listening and we know you are, maybe you could help us with this. <laughs> yeah. However you choose to. I can't say anything incriminating. But uh, we're definitely putting the bat signal out there. Uh-huh. Let's get Kim Jong-un on the show. Oh, sure. I'd love to. That'd be fun. That'd be exciting. I mean... I don't think it'll ever happen. But wouldn't it be nice if he's like, oh, he's a big fan of yours. Yeah. And then we're just like uh, Dave Skylark. <laughs> and that went nothing but well. So We just become a propaganda mouthpiece well, for North we'll, Korea. We'll do that via the internet. I don't know if I want to go to Pyongyang. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But what if they feather a nice little nest for us over there? You guys are going to live in a giant like celebrity complex with Dennis Rodman and a cool goat. Is Dennis Rodman over there all the time, or does he get to leave? I don't think he's <laughs> yeah. over there all the time yeah. anymore. I don't know. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna go. How how much money are you giving me, and how much does it translate to in American currency? <laughs> I don't think it'll matter at that point. He'll just bring like fresh fruit and people to bathe you every day. How much of this is made in blood money? All of it? Okay. I don't know how I feel about this. Oh come on, Rory. You know it wouldn't bother you that much. Yeah. The blood diamonds literally have blood on them, Kim. I can't. 
I They're very beautiful. This looked like it came out of flesh. I don't understand how it's a diamond, but it looks like it came out of someone's body. Uh this one is a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're worth a lot. Uh but I'm a little worried about this transaction rate. Well, I guess you'll be the one on the show who still has his scruples cuz <laughs> Live from Pyongyang. <laughs> it's the Skimball, Skimball Lounge. Lounge. And it's just a huge spectacular. People tune in every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, everybody in, in North Korea with a working radio, which is like 700 people. Wow. And there's just people in attendance, too, like mandatory <laughs> attendance for people in the surrounding and area. And they all clap exactly the same amount in the same tempo. Okay. And they stop when we need them yeah. to stop. Big spectacle. Yeah. Big time spectacle. Kim Jong-un on every week. Yeah. His bit kills i don't know what it is but the audience always laughs at what he says yep we speak english he does not correct yeah they have no idea what we're saying mm -hmm. but we wear very colorful suits and we seem to have a good disposition yeah. orange and light blue like dumb and dumber <laughs> all is well yeah it's all is well we have a cane fight out do you remember what i said i was going to call this episode uh fuck you was it Terracotta Soldiers Gone no, Wild? No, it wasn't Terracotta Soldiers Gone Wild, you piece of shit. This is why I tell you I hate it. I hate it when you do that. But what was it? I forgot already. You're going to have to listen to the whole episode again now. Oh, fuck, what was it? You better make it what it is. You better do it. Better do it right. What was it? If you come For out. The people at home, tell me what it was come, called. If you come out making it like a skippy peanut butter, you're going to look like a fool. God damn it. What was it? Yeah. What was it? I don't know. Well, that's the episode, everybody. No! <laughs> Tune in next week. When Please. Please. Alex and Rory literally jump a shark. <laughs> <laughs> we just get an inflatable shark and film ourselves jumping over it in a kiddie pool in slow yeah. motion. Oh, I dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> oh, I can't podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. My podcasting arm. <laughs> this is going to change everything. And our flow is just never the same again. I hope this doesn't hurt our numbers on Patreon. Yeah, no. We start to owe them money. <laughs> Listen, guys, you can't be here anymore. This is just pathetic. Hey, man, you can't be here. <laughs> We're going to start charging you rent. I didn't know that's how this worked. <clears throat> Rory. Yes. you have anything you want to plug? No, I do not. Well, now that the world is opening up, I just want to let everybody know that I will be at Magoobies on um, August 5th, 6th, and 7th. And uh, we are doing a socially distant meet and greet. I hate you so much. Big wink, wink on socially distant. You can come right up and get yourself a big sloppy wet kiss. It's good to be back out on the road. That is Magoobies. You can get your tickets now. Skimbolounge.com backslash Magoobs. Um, we should get the domain for Skimbo Lounge. <laughs> we probably should lock that up at some point. Yeah, someone will buy it and then, yeah, someone is going to outbid us on the Skimbo Lounge. On our stupid website. name. Wait, how much is it a year to maintain this? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, on that note, thank you. Go fuck yourselves and goodbye. <laughs>